Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. We've all felt times when we didn't want to leave the house. We've all felt times when we didn't feel like talking to anybody. And so I, I don't think we thought of her as unsympathetic. I, I think we felt extremely sympathetic towards her and towards what she was going through. So I think that's kind of what we what we kept an eye on. And for me as an actor, I can, I can sort of never play a character with any judgment. You know, I mean, it just kind of doesn't work out well. <laughs> That was actor Elizabeth Moss talking about her performance as the great horror author Shirley Jackson in the unconventional and eerie biopic Shirley, which premieres today at the BFI London Film Festival, online and in select cinemas in London and around the country. I'm Rihanna Dillon, I'm a film critic and broadcaster, and I'll be your guide to this year's BFI London Film Festival. With this podcast, I'll be guiding you through the 2020 edition of the LFF, talking to some of the filmmakers whose films are premiering at the festival and pointing out some of the films that are worth seeking out in this year's festival edition. Think of this podcast as a guide to some of the unmissable films, how to watch them, why they matter, and a glimpse into the minds who made them. In this episode, we're going to take a look at the dark, genre-defying films screening at LFF this year that explore the darkest recesses of relationships, from romance to creative obsessions. And Shirley is one of those films. The new movie by director Josephine Decker, who made Madeline's Madeline last year, is an unconventional portrait of an artist. Not quite a horror film, not a biopic, In Shirley, we meet America's queen of horror fiction as a sad, drunken shut-in, married to a cheating English professor. Shirley takes the most uncinematic of ideas, writer's block, and makes it into one of the most exciting, atmospheric and electric films of the festival. The whole film hinges on the performance of Elizabeth Moss, who plays Jackson, and her nasty and loving relationship with her husband, Stanley, played by Michael Stuhlbarg. Here's what director Josephine Decker and Moss had to say about their lead character. It's interesting, you know, when you enter the movie through Rose's eyes, it was really important that you feel... It was important for, I think, the arc of the whole film that at first that you're fascinated by Shirley, but that you don't 
that you don't know how to feel about her is actually, I think, really important for the audience that you're kind of like, do I love her or do I hate her? Do I love her? Do I hate her? And that Rose kind of goes on that dance for the first, like, really 30 to 40 minutes of the film is sort of like, is this, you know, is this woman going to eat me alive? <laughs> or, or can I, like, trust her with my child, like, with my child, with my soul, with my heart, you know, so that, that dance was so important. I'm more like Shirley than I think a lot of people uh, realize. <laughs> I had a couple of close friends see the movie and afterwards like text me and be like, okay, so you, we know that that's actually who you really are, right? Like that's you when no one's looking. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> so I think um, I identified with her. I identified also with, you know, you spoke about, you know, an unsympathetic character. And I, I think, I was really, um, I really, I love the idea of, you know, a man plays, not to make it about that, but, you know, a man plays a character that is grumpy and doesn't want to talk and is a bit challenging. And, you know, we call him, he's James Bond, you know, like he, you know, there's, there's so much room for men in, in film and television to be quote unquote unsympathetic. And it's very, it's much harder for a woman to do it. And so I really loved, and people have done it, but I really loved the idea of getting to play a character who doesn't give a you-know-what about what anyone thinks about her. I thought that was going to be really refreshing. And from one unconventional horror film to another, we've got Relic, the debut feature by Japanese-Australian director Natalie Erica James, starring Emily Mortimer as Kay, a woman who returns to her dilapidated childhood home after hearing that her elderly mother has disappeared. When her mom returns, with no explanation, there's something a bit off about her. With the walls of her house seeming to be closing in on Kay, and with her mother undergoing a supernatural transformation, Relic is an eerie exploration of grief. Let's hear from Natalie herself about where she drew the inspiration for creating the intensely creepy atmosphere of Relic. I mean, I think horror is a incredible genre to talk about fear, I guess, and to really explore fear in really visual ways, like really externalize people's fears. And I think there's so much fear inherent in the experience of losing a loved one and both for the sufferer of Alzheimer's as well. You know, this, this fear of losing yourself, it's a really kind of scary experience, but also for those around them who care for them and, the idea of, yeah, not only losing your loved one, but also this idea that uh, mortality and decay is kind of coming for you as well. That seemed to me like a really almost like inherently horror concept, I suppose. Mm. And also, you know, I think in some ways people with Alzheimer's are almost, it can seem like they're living in two different timelines at times because they're in the present, but they're also really either, um, you know, sometimes talking to people who aren't there or uh, they regress to earlier years in their life as well. So I guess the convergence of timelines seems particularly suited to like a ghost story because what is a ghost if not, you know, something from another time being in the present. Yeah, massive fan of Asian horror and gothic horror as well. I think maybe it's the the restraint in those um, types of films that I really admire. And I guess this idea of uh, 
Yeah, a few things like building tension within frame as opposed to, you know, relying on jump scares. That kind of approach is something I really take to heart. Also the sense of the idea that the menace isn't, or is someone to have compassion for. I think you see that a lot in a lot of um, Asian horror as well. And it's not so cut and dry in terms of evil versus good. There's a bit more of a gray area. Often it's based on, you know, folklore that, features it's usually women who've been kind of wronged or neglected in some way so I think in Relic it was really important for us that you have a lot of empathy for Edna and you know and I guess always the idea you know with gothic horror the idea of like a suspension between what's real and what can be explained by real you know life and science and what's supernatural and the line between that and I guess really intensely psychological horror as well. Relic premieres at LFF tonight, perfect for a spooky Friday in. This year's festival has plenty of fresh takes on classic horror situations, like a haunted house, vampire stories and possession. One of those new takes on an old tale is Rose, a love story, which sees the tranquil, quiet existence of couple Sam and Rose be shattered by the arrival of an uninvited guest. This disruption causes the true nature of Rose's illness to be revealed. Big on atmosphere and suspense, Rose, a love story, is not a jump-scare horror, which is great for scaredy-cats like me. I spoke to director Jennifer Sheridan, who you might remember from our first episode of this podcast, about what it is about darkness that appeals to her as a filmmaker. We spent... A glorious month in a forest in Wales with no phone signal and like eating lovely home cooked meals together. <laughs> and it was like a really, it was quite isolating, but it was also incredibly bonding for the whole crew and the cast and everyone. So it was just a, it was just an amazing experience. The whole thing was just incredible. It sounds really fun. <laughs> that sounds like an ideal filming situation. <laughs> yeah. And we were all living in the houses that we were filming in. So my cabin would be the exterior of the house. And then the art department were living in the house where we sort of filmed the kitchen and the bathroom and the bedroom. And like, so it was, it was a very kind of piecemeal, like let's shoot this here. And Oh, look, I've just found this amazing lake in a wood. Let's shoot some (laughs) stuff here. You know, it was really cool. And then obviously it snowed and we got completely snowed in, um, and, and made it work for the film and it really changed the visual of the film and, and, and brought so much. So we were very lucky. So snow wasn't in the original script? No. <laughs> oh my God, that's incredible. It, it does lend itself so well. Oh, thank you. Yeah. It was, it was one of those things where you kind of, obviously you had to go with it and, and you were sort of terrified every day that the snow was suddenly going to disappear. And your continuity was just going to be <laughs> thrown around because <laughs> obviously you're not shooting in sequence and you're like, oh God. Um, but like, luckily it snowed so much and uh, it kind of stuck around for long enough for us to kind of shoot, shoot it out really. So we, we got, we got quite lucky with that. Although that- it was very cold. I bet. I mean, it looked freezing. I had to put socks on just watching it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> And the film is absolutely gorgeous and it's a real blend of genres. I mean, it's called Rose, a love story. What do you think it is saying about love? 
I think it's saying that love is. Hmm, that's a very, very good question. <laughs> When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code Listen to get fifty dollars off your purchase of five hundred dollars or more. That's code Listen at BlueNile.com for fifty dollars off your purchase. BlueNile.com code Listen. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from thirty dollars a month to just fifteen dollars a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/slash-switch. Forty-five dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited, more than forty gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost fifty pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I think it's. I think it almost talks more about codependency. Mm-hmm. And trying to save someone from themselves, or trying to fix someone,、mm. and how so often that doesn't work. You know, when you try and kind of build your world around someone else, trying to protect them or save them, or kind of you know, in Matt's in Sam's case in the film, obviously he's not just protecting Rose; he's protecting other people, and he's very protective of her. But he also doesn't want her to do any damage to anyone else. But he's trying to carve out a kind of a marriage that is loving and normal in very, very unnormal situations and very unnormal circumstances. And I think, I think there are lots of relationships like、mm. that in the real world. You know, if you're a carer or if you live with someone who has like a terminal illness or any kind of illness that affects their day to day, and you have to kind of manage that, but also. Maintain a romantic、mm-hmm. element to your relationship. I think is really it's a really tough thing to do. Yeah. And once you kind of pass into that caring role, how do you claw back the romance? How do you make sex、mm-hmm. keep working? And you know all of those things. And I think, I think that's what Rose looks at and explores. It's not just like a horror film. It's very much grounded in a very real relationship experience that's not easy. You know, there's that scene where when they're about to have sex or trying to have sex, and she's just worried about how she looks, and that's just about that's insecurity, and、yeah. that is something that I think so many people are going to relate to. Yeah, definitely. Above and beyond the kind of horror aspects. Yeah, totally, exactly. And at that point in the film, you don't really know that it's because she's constantly looking for signs of this kind of manifestation of this illness that she has.、Mm. But it, it, in the film, it's like. You know when he says to her, "You look lovely today," and she says, "What do you mean today?" It's like she's、yeah. constantly looking for 
chinks in the armor of what he's promised is like we're going to be normal we're going to be fine I still love you and and I don't care that you have Mm. this hideous disease you know we're still husband and wife and this is going to be cool and she's always kind of searching for like is it though is it really is this reality are we kidding ourselves and I think yeah those kind of dialogue scenes kind of really show that I think they're really well written as well because they're so subtle and, Mm -hmm. and like you said you just relate to them yes 100% you do there's a lot of um, body horror as well, which I really hope no one else relates to. Tell me <laughs> about filming with the leeches. <laughs> that freaked oh me out. Oh my Those leeches. So basically, I lived with those leeches for like... <laughs> <laughs> they were in my fridge for about three weeks before filming because I wanted to test them and see what they were like. Yeah. Uh, they are wily buggers I mean they look small they go all small and you're like oh they're small they're fine and then you take mm-hmm. them out and they suddenly grow like six times in length and you're like whoa <gasps> and they're quite quick um because <laughs> me and my production designer Jessica we really wanted to see if we could get them to go on pig skin so that we wouldn't actually have to put them on mat when we were filming mm-hmm. um they did not like pig skin <laughs> they were like <laughs> I knew <laughs> so oh, they would try and get off the pigskin like onto your hand and you were like no don't don't go on my hand but then obviously you can just buy them off the internet for fishing and stuff mm-hmm. but we also because we knew we might have to put them on mat we decided to get the medical grade ones you know that are like totally safe but then we sort of got this prosthetic skin for Matt's thigh mm-hmm. and thought oh that would we'll do it like that and then the leech managed to get through the prosthetic oh. skin to Matt's thigh. So I'm telling you, these guys are strong. Or they just had a real thing for Matt. <laughs> yeah, they really liked Matt. <laughs> Definitely. They thought, he looks tasty. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, we all just think gonna that. Have to... Well, exactly. Yeah. I can't say that. But yes, of course. Rose, A Love Story will premiere on the 13th of October on BFI Player. And lastly, one of the most hotly anticipated films this year is the science fiction body horror, Possessor, directed by Brandon Cronenberg. Set in a recent past, in a world not quite our own, Possessor follows Tasia Voss, a wife and mother by day, and psychic hitwoman for hire on the side, who hijacks other people's minds and manipulates them into carrying out undetectable murder-suicides. Her latest assignment? Kill a media mogul. Played by Sean Bean. It sounds great, right? I'm not going to lie, I am not a fan of body horror. And this film is, I think it's something special that goes beyond a genre. Only his second feature, Possessor, is as smart as it is gory, and just a taste of what Brandon Cronenberg has in store for cinema in the future. I wanted to ask you, what do you think will appeal to audiences who wouldn't necessarily call themselves horror fans? Because I think Possessor at the moment is being framed as a horror and I don't think that's entirely accurate I don't think it's a horror at all so I wouldn't know what to say to horror fans about it I think there's scope for everybody to enjoy it and enjoy enjoy is a complicated word (laughs) Um, there's scope for everybody to be thoroughly traumatized by it (laughs) 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.